This is Paul McGann, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. The tangents is going to continue all the way to episode 346 of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. And whose name will be pulled out of the bag this time? Who knows? Who <laughs> Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. So glad you joined us. Let's start off like a door from the ritual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. I just got back from a little vacation and I feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's always a that good feeling. That food looked delicious. Yeah. I know. Some of those burgers, I'm like, oh, I, I want to go where you went. Those <laughs> <were> yummy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was in Tennessee, so. And FYI. I'll take your pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Too bad. I like pickles. Pickles okay. in the morning. You and me both. And then there's Alex who, who wants pickles for breakfast. You know what? I probably was that kid when I was younger. You know what? Same. Ain't no shame in that. Nope. No. Uh, hey, we 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 facilitate it, so it's not like we're saying, "Oh no, don't eat pickles for breakfast, kid." Yeah. No, they're good for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I there were there were there were kids on the track team who would drink pickle juice before a meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the only reason why I don't really drink pickle juice is because I was pranked when I was a kid, and someone told oh. me I was drinking Mountain Dew. Uh, <laughs> okay okay if if you're expecting one thing and you get another yeah I, fair I, enough I very yeah, much understand that. soda and it's pickle juice that's yeah. not that's you're not, not ready for that no. <laughs> oh my so uh we don't have any news <laughs> It's been quiet. Yeah, <laughs> fairly Watch quiet. Something will drop after we end tonight. Probably yeah, no, or tomorrow be a tra- morning. A trailer yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, supposedly this week the Obi Wan Kenobi trailer is supposed to drop. I'll oh, that'll that that'll, that's going to be what happens. That'll, that yeah. That, yeah, that'll drop like five minutes after we hit stop on the recording. <laughs> yeah, or or the or as soon as I'm like publish tomorrow, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like brand new from Disney Plus. I'm like, really? <laughs> Apparently. Yep. So oh well. Well, yes. whatever news drops um after we record this, we'll just post it on Facebook and uh talk about it next week. Yep. <laughs> maybe maybe everybody's playing the Animal Crossing update. Yeah. Yeah. Which, oh, which yeah, hit actually it hit the day a day early. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the the free part of it, the DLC didn't, but yeah, it was yeah. It's it's been a trip. That's what I did this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Between cleaning and yeah, because it sounds like there was oodles and oodles of oh. stuff dropped. Oh my gosh, I haven't even scratched the surface, but it's it's fun so far. And I and I'm like I haven't ever quit playing. Like my and my sister who has been playing literally since since the game came out. 
uh she's still just you know going strong and just doing the whole thing and it's it's we, we have a good time with it so so yay so if you have if you if you played animal crossing new horizons and you put a pause on it for a while because you know you did everything and you didn't think there was anything else to do you might want to log back in even if you didn't buy the dlc because there's plenty of freebies uh free update stuff to enjoy mm-hmm. that's cool yes that's my short review of it because i have no idea how i would review this at all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> other than just going through what the uh nintendo direct video uh talked about yep and i'm excited to garden oh bye yep so quiet on the news front for now watch this space um (laughs) right you just never know um so we'll move on to feedback so we got some feedback from shalane my cars yes um among other things she says cool the same actor who played boba fett's dad's playing boba fett yes um makes sense she says she said hopefully we get some more information about how he escaped how he escaped from the sarlacc pits (laughs) you know given given the way people have been talking about that one i think they might just dedicate a whole episode to it Uh yeah Either that, either that, or they'll just have people speculate, kind of like, how did Sherlock survive the fall off the building? Yeah. Oh, or, we never get the true the, answer. We're just going to get, right. you know, people's, you know, theories. Or yeah. if they'll okay, take that would the be short funny. story from the Tales of Jabba's Palace, because they did have a story about Boba escaping the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. There. Yeah, so... I guess we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this yeah. Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this Christmas. No, too early for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she says. Uh, she also says she also remembers the Buzz, Light, Buzz Lightyear Star Command TV show. Um, uh, so she thought it was okay. Um, and she says it's cool that Pixar's doing an origin story about their characters. And she says, "What's next? A Doc Hudson movie?" Ooh. I'd be okay with that. I'd be so. fine with that one. Yeah. Maybe they decide to. Although I don't know how they do it without Paul Newman. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they could, but it seems like it wouldn't. It just wouldn't work. quite be the same. No. That is true. But it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Shalane is always coming up with good ideas. <laughs> yeah. Either hey, for us or other people. <laughs> Pixar, Disney, why don't you hire her? Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, she says Cars was good. She enjoyed it when she was younger. Um, she thought Cars 2 was good. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh yeah, speaking about the cast, yeah, Bonnie Hunt, uh, who does the voice of Sally. Uh, she's also done several other Pixar movies. Um, uh, da, da, da. Yeah, she wants to go to Cars Land. <laughs> oh, you should. At Disneyland. 
I want to go back if I ever get the chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I may or may not have uh, included an image of uh, stuff and bread cones on uh, TikTok. Promoting <laughs> <laughs> oh. this particular episode, so. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, she says, uh, oh, she asked, Chrissy, didn't you go see Happy Feet? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, let, let, let me answer. Because this. of a Harry Potter trailer. I did indeed. Um, <laughs> yes, I did. I'm not ashamed to it to own up to this because I can't, I don't even remember which Harry Potter it was. Maybe it was that sounds like second no the second one because happy 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 in 2006 um uh, it might have been like the fourth or fifth one but i was in college and i went because that's just sort of what i did and it was like okay yeah i'm gonna go to this movie because i want to see the harry potter trailer this is before you know the, the the trailers would drop on on the internet and everyone could see them um but yeah so i i went to it and i heck i think i even went and saw scooby-doo one time because i (laughs) wanted to see a harry potter trailer (laughs) hey i'm owning up to this so you know what there's something wrong with that (laughs) yeah so i'm just like yeah i didn't like i mean at the end i you know happy feet was kind of blah just the ending was preachy and obnoxious but um yeah i did so what <laughs> hey people have done stranger things for yes. other things so <laughs> i can't remember hey. what movie it was i had a piece of trivia on imdb i want to say it's something that we've reviewed recently in a uh, slightly older movie that you know people specifically went to because like the first like star wars of the new trilogy oh was gonna play before it was gonna play before it and people wanted to see the trailer you know <laughs> i, I remember i remember that i do not remember the movie though yeah i don't remember either i mean that that was that was a thing that they that they did okay kids back before youtube and facebook <laughs> and all these things was a thing the only place you could see trailers for for big movies that were coming up was in the movie theater so studios would attach trailers to movies that they didn't think were going to do that well so that people would at least buy tickets if all they wanted to do was go see the trailer mm-hmm. you still paid uh-huh. the full price of the ticket and i mean and i'm i'm really not one that would you know watch the trailer and then leave because i'm like i paid all this money i'm gonna see a movie um but yeah it's that was a thing that was mm-hmm. a thing you did and not very often would you get the movie trailers on TV. That's, that would only happen too. like during the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like they're they're little short TV spots, but not the the big mm-hmm. long two minute trailers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yes, I went and saw Happy Feet so I could see the Harry Potter trailer. I and I went and saw Scooby Doo, so I could. I see don't that even one. remember the Harry Potter trailer before Happy Feet because I saw Happy Feet because my mom wanted to see it. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I didn't yeah. see anything at those. She was like, "Oh, a penguin movie! I'll stay awake for this one." <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and you know now i now i need to ask jared if he's seen because he loves penguins i don't know if he's seen happy feet but he like you know any you know he was almost was going to go be a marine biologist because he loved penguins so much he even has like half uh, you know the credit half the credits to get a degree in marine biology because he the, the math tripped him up so he went and went into english instead but yeah i don't i don't know if he's seen happy feet but i know he's got like you know all the all the madagascar and penguins of madagascar stuff and mm. oh my gosh we went we, we went through <laughs> yeah we went we went through you know all his stuff in the basement just you know cleaning stuff out and there was like a big tote just full of stuffed penguins of all sizes and shapes and all kinds of stuff it's adorable <laughs> and now alex Aww. and lottie have and like like last time we went to the aquarium because we got alex his penguin well it was jared's penguin first and alex kind of adopted it so we got one for lottie a little pink one and yeah they love their little penguins Aww. so now it's like penguins yay the, anyway we got the family tradition continues mm-hmm. yes it does it's yes, genetic it does. yes it is <laughs> Now the question but, is, unlike a certain, uh, speaking of Sherlock, <laughs> can Jared pronounce the word penguin? <laughs> he does just fine. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, he's got a Mr. Cumberbatch then. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, did, how did Cumberbatch pronounce pe- penguins or Pengu- something? He just came. Yeah, go on YouTube, look at uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, even though he was in, like, the Madagascar Penguin, like, spinoff movie, he cannot say the word penguin. A freshwater stream through the forest makes a handy highway for a parent penguin heading home from a fishing trip. The funny thing is, you don't you don't do this in isolation. You have a, you have a team of you know natural history experts based in Bristol, funded by you, the tax-paying public. It's not just me sitting there in a booth going, oh, I, I think I know how to say penguin. I'll say penguins. It's mortifying. But there are other people who should take some flack, in including my producer. Could we just try the word penguin again? Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe they just gave up. <laughs> I don't know. But then um, what I love is, in the way that life is, mm. how special that Benedict is now starring oh, yeah. as a wolf yeah. in this film. <laughs> so can you say it now? Well, I've had a word with Disney. I just, I need to check that I have said it correctly in the film. <laughs> Uh, penguin. Penguin. He was he was a pretty good sport about that whole. Yes. Can't say penguin. <laughs> it's 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 funny to watch. So yeah, go check it out if you can find it. I'm sure you can. Oh yeah, yeah. Then like talk shows and people would be like, say penguin. <laughs> no. He's got kids now, so he has no choice in the matter. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <coughs> so, um, uh, okay, back to Shalane's. Sorry, we went on kind of a detour there. Uh, yeah, I do like penguins. Um, she says her favorite Mater Tall Tales is Tokyo Mater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
which that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you, Shalane, for your feedback as always. And uh, we'll move on to this week's main topic, which we are going back to pulling names out of the proverbial hat because Rachel was on vacation and therefore would not have time to prepare anything else. <laughs> also, also, I got to think about it. We've done a lot of research heavy topics lately. So like, let's do something. Yes. Heavy. Yes, where we have to do the research right then and there. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Whatever you can pull up on on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. But it's still fun. If they happen to be on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Go 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 pull up their Instagram or whatever. Yeah. So righty then. So let's see who we got here. Still a lot in here. So, oops, stuck together as always. <laughs> always, always stuck together. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, oh boy. Uh, oh. This sounds interesting. This should be fun. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> all right. This actor. Okay. American actor, among other things, but mostly an actor. He's also a producer. Uh, widely, according to his Wikipedia entry, widely regarded as one of the most popular actors of his generation, the films in which he has appeared have collectively grossed over $27 billion worldwide, making him the highest grossing actor of all time, of all time when cameo appearances are excluded uh so so, so was that was that million or billion billion okay not adjusted for inflation (laughs) so um born in washington dc um in 1948 he's an only child he grew up in chattanooga tennessee though Hmm. Um, although he was mostly raised by his mother um i think i figured it out is it samuel jackson yes Yes. wow oh wow i was like (laughs) because i was like thinking cameos someone who does cameos like not stan lee yeah (laughs) uh who, who uh, Captain Rogers would have quite the issue with the language. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. He is a bit known for his, 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 his colorful language. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. which, is, uh, which, is, which is funny when you see his, uh, his, his movies um, you know on the on you know edited for tv and it's yeah you know i'm tired oh of these goodness. melon farming snakes on this melon farming plane <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's how they use it yes that that yes. is that is 
it's, uh, let's see, I've heard Melon Farmer. I've heard, oh, what was the one? I, 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 like you dirty, like you dirty rotten something. All right, now I can't remember, but Melon Farmer was always the funniest one because I'm just like, what? what? Very funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's interesting is I watched, if you have Curiosity Stream as a, as a streaming service, um, which you really should if you really like like documentaries and you know uh, nonfiction related stuff. And as far as streaming services go, it is really cheap. It's like twenty dollars for like the year. Oh wow, wow, that is a good yeah. deal. Yeah, um, but they've got a series called Beyond the Spotlight, and they take a celebrity and talk. It is kind of biographical, but it's really short. They're like you know less than an hour long, and Samuel Jackson is one of the the ones on there. And I just watched that recently. Um, nice. So um, I learned uh, quite a bit about his his um, uh, you know early, early life growing up, and yeah, so yeah, he was born in Washington D.C. but grew up in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, but his father took off, was an alcoholic, mm. only met him a couple times. Um, so he was most racially raised by his mother um, and his mother's parents, so his maternal grandparents um and um after um so yeah he went to um several segregated schools because again he was born in 48 <laughs> so you gotta figure the time period that samuel jackson grew up yeah, in that was um, thing. yeah so he went to segre- segregated schools ended up graduating high school in chattanooga um he played several instruments in school he had a stutter um huh yeah you would um, never know that these days yeah, yeah. Just, um i mean he, not and, and well, it's partially the reason why he curses it's, it's, it's a way for him to get past the stutter hmm. interesting hmm. Yeah. i mean just i mean yeah i mean as an actor you know all actors kind of have to have a good command of of their their speech patterns but you know he has a very distinctive voice and like what mm-hmm. it yes. sounds like mm-hmm. and and you know what it's I don't know just, just a very distinctive cadence and and like mm-hmm. wow it just it just it just kind of floors me when I hear stories about people who had you know speech impediments when they were younger or you know anything like that and then that's you know as they get older they, they work on it and then that's what they're known for later in life I'm just like it's it's very impressive to me when when people can you know say oh yeah I had a stutter and I'm like wow yeah you that's awesome that you mm-hmm. work so hard on it now it's actually one of your strengths mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah so he gra- we graduated uh high school um and um he um went to morehouse college in atlanta georgia which i believe is a historically black college um yeah it's a private hbc so um, and he joined, uh, a, a local acting group just to earn extra credit in class. <laughs> and he realized he enjoyed it so much. They ended up switching major because he was going to be a marine biologist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the thing was, though, because he was going to school, uh, you know, going to college at HBC in Atlanta during the civil rights movement. So he actually, um, if I remember correctly, he was some of the people he was going to school with knew Martin Luther King Jr. Um, So they were in kind of some of the same social circles. So when Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated in 1968, um, and they had, uh, you know, his funeral, um, Samuel Jackson was one of the ushers. Wow. Oh, wow. MLK's funeral. Um, So um, he had actually had been um, out of town and uh, had to come back to to be able to to do that. so, but yeah, I was like, that is wild. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and he had met his girlfriend who would eventually become his wife um, while in college. Uh, she, he tried to impress her. She wasn't impressed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but eventually oh, she came around and they've been married yeah. since like 1980. Uh, nice. so yeah, they've been married for quite a long time. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, he founded an acting troupe, um, and, you know, eventually they moved out to, you know, Los Angeles, um, and, um, started, you know, working, um, now actually they went to New York City first, um, doing plays, um, but they had, like, they they were you know living in New York City because you know even back in the seventies you know it was super you know, New York City's always been expensive no matter what decade you're talking about um, so it was like him and his girlfriend at the time and you know like a bunch of other people that they knew that have gone on to become you know uh, well known actors like Morgan Freeman like they ran <laughs> like they ran in the same acting circles you know just trying to get gigs and plays in New York City. Um, and it was uh so he did uh mostly uh you know off broadway although he ended up doing a cu- a couple of plays on 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 uh he was going to do some some plays on broadway but ended up getting replaced because uh he developed an addiction to alcohol and cocaine in the uh, 70s um oh the 70s yeah mm-hmm. um but um but then it was in the early 80s that he met Spike Lee um, and um, that gave him a, you know, a connection. Uh, so he, was, he had some minor roles, you know, he appears in, in Do the Right Thing, um, among other things, other films. Um, and then uh, he went to rehab in the 90s and um, ended up doing the movie Jungle Fever where he plays a crack cocaine addict. Um, but he said that was actually quite cathartic. <laughs> um, so um, he ended up uh, getting a special award at the Cannes Film Festival uh, for that role. 
uh, da, 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 da. and of course he he makes a he's in Jurassic Park. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, our one of one of one of our family's hold favorite on to your characters. Butts. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. we. Yep. Yeah. Quoted and Nedry's out here. Nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> hold on to your butts. Gets quoted a lot around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Same. Same with my family, especially my brother. I don't know what it is, but he loves that line. Yeah. <laughs> you get to say butt. Of course. <laughs> exactly. You know. Like Finding Nemo. Touch the butt. Touch uh, the butt. <laughs> yeah. Touch the butt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, then, yeah. In 93, he appears in the film True Romance, which was written by Quentin Tarantino. So there he meets Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino asks him to play Jules Winfield in Pulp Fiction. And from there, the Samuel L. Jackson, I think most people know, kind of took off with, with mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction, which I have seen. It's one of two Quentin Tarantino movies I've seen. <laughs> um, and uh, he's actually very good at it. Uh, so, you know, he's, you know, for being essentially, a, you know, kind of a mobster type, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, he he delivers, delivers some of the, the, you know, funniest lines in the the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> see on the guy's uh, big kahuna burger he's like this is a tasty burger yeah looks like me and vincent caught you boys at breakfast sorry about that did you have it hamburgers hamburgers the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast what kind of hamburgers che- che- cheeseburgers no 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 where'd you get them mcdonald's wendy's jack-in-the-box where Big Kahuna Burger. Big Kahuna Burger. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. I hear they got some tasty burgers. I ain't never had one myself. How are they? They're good. You mind if I try one of yours? This is yours here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a tasty burger. Vincent. You ever had a big kahuna burger? Want a bite? They're real tasty. Ain't hungry. Well, if you like burgers, give them a try sometime. Me? I can't usually get them because my girlfriend's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me a vegetarian, but I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. That got him a Best Supporting Actor uh, nomination for the Academy Awards um, and also Golden Globe nomination and ended up winning the BAFTA for Best Supporting Role for that, so... Uh, da, 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 da. so uh, yeah, you know. So from there, I mean, he had some some not so good films, um, <laughs> but um, but then he did Die Hard with a Vengeance, <laughs> which is the third Die Hard movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Talk well, you about know, an you... odd couple that works. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, every actor has a few movies that they're like, we don't talk about that here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in the uh, Sharon Stone, Dustin Hoffman movie Sphere. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I vaguely remember that one. That was on our short list of uh, movie uh, potential uh, uh, movies for our uh, yeah. our Oscar Academy Award uh, contest win. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was by the, the Sphere was by the same guy who wrote Congo, if memory serves. He was. Um, who wrote it's, the it's, it's Michael, yeah Michael Crichton, but, Crichton yeah. yeah the Jurassic Park yep mm-hmm. well they can't all be winners yeah mm-hmm. I remember one really like because I I read the book and I liked the book I went to see yeah. the movie oh, when I went to watch the movie I'm like oh this is not mm-hmm. yeah no. yeah yeah <laughs> so be forewarned that's still a possibility as a punishment oh, boy. <laughs> for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> not for us to, to bestow on someone else we'll keep it in our back pockets yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. he's also in the movie Deep Blue Sea he gets eaten by a shark sorry spoiler alert uh, well did he get eaten it's by him a and LL Cool J there's two yeah. black men in the movie one of them has to die it ends up being Samuel Jackson LL Cool J gets to survive there you go. Uh, and then, of course, he's Mace Window in mm-hmm. Star Wars in the new trilogy. Well, that one, mm-hmm. you know, he, he even he did like so, an interview and he's like, well, yeah, I, you know, I'm a Jedi. I have to die because all the Jedis are going to die by the end of this. But just make sure I don't die like some punk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did, he he said in an interview he claims that he didn't even he didn't even have a chance to read the script and didn't learn exactly who was playing until he was fitted for his costume. Wow! But he he said really he just wanted a chance to be in Star Wars. And now that character is like up I there. Mean, that, yeah, it's like. <laughs> big he's you know is a big part of the uh, star wars universe yep. just yes as far as like you know there's there's the movies but then there's you know the the, the shows clone wars and mm-hmm. the comics mm-hmm. and all that stuff so yeah yeah definitely and, a, and, a, and a, you know in a in a uh, a good number of the uh, the fandom that still is trying to figure out how he may have could have survived that fall out the window <laughs> well yeah. if palpatine if palpatine survived i mean yeah palpatine's pretty pretty powerful but mace windu isn't he's no slacker yeah no. and darth maul survived his his yeah. little so yeah. you know so stranger things have happened in the star wars universe yes it's yes, true at this point we would be like okay yeah i accept that okay yeah. mm-hmm. yes more mace windu yes please i mean they're 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 all they're all in the same you know, he's he's um he's Nick Fury, so I can't you know, they say, mm-hmm. Hey, come down the hallway and let's film some Star Wars. Yep. Right. Yep. So uh June of two thousand, he was honored with the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Ooh. Um and then um he is uh obviously he is in the uh unbreakable movie with bruce willis which would eventually spin off into two more movies uh <laughs> um he started the 2000 remake of shaft <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 
apparently it was his suggestion that Mace Windows lightsaber be purple. Yeah, yeah, cool. that. yeah, he, yeah. Because he didn't want to just be one of the crowd, and now it's like, okay, there's purple lightsabers, there's yellow. Well, I think yellow is from the video games, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's not just blue and green, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's not that like... many purple lightsabers out there in the movies. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is cool. And then, speaking of. Again, Pixar. He's the voice of Frozone. <laughs> That's ah, right. yes. Where's the last suit? Honey! What? Where's my super suit? What? Where? Is my super suit! I, uh, put it away! Where? Why do you need to know? I need it! Uh uh-uh. uh, don't you think about running off to doing no daring do? We've been planning this dinner for two months! The public is in danger! My evening's in danger! You tell me what my suit is, woman! We are talking about the greater good! <laughs> Where is uh. my super suit, woman? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I I I have to say this because it's not that I forget that he is Frozone. It's it's that he like plays that he plays that that role so well, and that you don't really because, like I said, he has a very recognizable voice. But his recognizable voice it doesn't sound like like a celebrity voicing a character. Like sometimes you'll get. Um, these animated movies and they get like oh these big name celebrities voicing these characters and so you hear the celebrity rather than the character mm-hmm. but i just hear frozone i don't necessarily hear samuel l jackson which is actually a good thing yes mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when you have an animated movie especially like with incredibles because a lot of the the actors in that movie do the same thing they disappear into the character and they're just you know it's the character and not the actor mm-hmm. which is which I always like, oh yeah, he's Frozone. And not that I forgot that he's Frozone, it's that I don't hear Samuel L. Jackson when I hear Frozone. Mm-hmm. Which means he did his job. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see. January 2006, he got, he uh, was honored with a hand and footprint ceremony at Grauman's Chinese Theater. Um, he's the seventh African American and 191st actor to receive that honor. Hmm. Seventh African American. That seems awfully low. Um uh, uh, let's see. And then uh yeah, 2006, he did snakes on a plane. <laughs> 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 The which is which is reached legendary status in the meme world. Yeah, <laughs> line gets parodied a lot. Yes, it does. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see. Yeah, he does voice Base Windu in the Clone Wars cartoon. Uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yes, it's someone else in the show, but he is the voice in the the little the movie that they did. Yeah. Yeah. And the person who I forget who does him in, in the show, but pretty good like this. Um in oh. two thousand two he gave Marvel comics consent to design their ultimate version of the uh, ultimate version of Nick Fury after his likeness. Because up until that point, Nick Fury had mostly been portrayed as a white guy and played by the Hoff uh, <laughs> in a really bad live action adaptation. Uh, so he tactically has been Nick Fury since 2002-ish, in a way. Uh, but yes, in 2008, obviously, uh, the world and movies as we know them change forever with the not only the first Iron Man movie, but the first post-credit scene mm -hmm. with yes. him coming out of the shadows as Nick Fury name dropping the Avengers and therefore immediately saying this is not going to be a one-off this is going to be a thing Jarvis welcome home I am Iron Man you think you're the only superhero in the world Mr. Stark you become part of a bigger universe you just don't know it who the hell are you? Nick Fury, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And since then, he has appeared as Nick Fury in, I don't know how many of the Marvel movies. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Not uh, quite all of them, but yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Uh, well, he signed to a nine-picture deal with Marvel. Whoa. So wow. he would appear in Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America vs. Avenger, The Avengers, as well as any other sequels they would produce, obviously. And then he was Captain America Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron, because Nick Fury, quote-unquote, dies in Winter Soldier, but not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he got better. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Age of Ultron. Um, it, so by Age of Ultron, he had only two movies left in his contract. Uh, but then he appears in Infinity War and Endgame. And obviously he, as a younger version of himself in Captain Marvel. Uh -huh. uh, and then he's also appeared on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a yes. couple of times. Warning yep. Colson against the aquarium. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Letting the out. team destroy perfectly good shield equipment. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for Nick Fury and Project Tahiti, we mm -hmm. would not be we would not have got Colson back. <laughs> yes. so, exactly. Mm -hmm. He so. made that decision and we are all greater, grateful and greater for it. So I recognize the committee has made a decision. Yes. 
but it was actually a very good decision. Now, I actually, I actually <laughs> yes. quoted that in during a staff meeting last week. I don't think anybody cottoned on to it. I would have been I was, like, I would have, I would have been like Captain America. Like I understood that. I reference. got that reference. Yes, <laughs> yes, you, you guys would have. I say that all of the time. Whenever I, I when anybody makes a dumb decision, mm-hmm. like I recognize that you've made a decision. <laughs> Given that that's I, a stupid ass decision, I have elected to ignore it. <laughs> I mean, I... Director Fury, the council has made a decision. I recognize the council has made a decision. But given that it's a stupid ass decision, I've elected to ignore it. Can't even remember what it was in reference to. Probably something our our admin team did <laughs> or said or something. And I'm like, or, or you know, something that some committee said. And I was like, I recognize the committee has made a decision. <laughs> you know, as an administrative professional, we are not all that dumb. <laughs> oh no, I'm just saying. Yes, just in this one particular instance. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag not all admins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then obviously he was in Spider-Man Far From Home. See. Well, his face was... Uh, I was going to say... I mean, it was Samuel Jackson. You know. <laughs> but Nick Fury does appear in the mm. post-credit sequence. So yeah, he still appears as he still does appear as proper Nick Fury. And we're likely gonna see him again. Yes. Probably in the Marvels, considering how the way WandaVision ended for Miss mm. Rambo, uh, mm-hmm. and how she's been called out of out of town for work yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so out of town I, is out I, of I, galaxy <laughs> yeah i was like i oh, don't think you know, he he may have fulfilled his contract but I, i'm guessing we're, we're not done seeing uh to, to paraphrase a certain mob movie i'm sure they can make him an offer he can't refuse yeah well and also <laughs> considering he did come back you know to to voice mm-hmm. nick fury in what if that's yeah. true yeah so and like, he con- is contracts, and, and, yeah and he's supposed to appear in secret invasion as well mm-hmm. so well, yeah we're not go. we're not done seeing him as, as nick fury yeah at all um, just just because one contract ends doesn't mean they can't you know redo it yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so and you know he came back as frozone in incredibles 2 mm-hmm. uh among other things so yeah he's done a lot of like voice acting uh stuff uh well and maybe so. just sort of i mean you know he is getting he is getting older i didn't realize he was 72 he or looks no. good for 72 yeah, yeah. i was gonna say mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but it's like it's like you know when you get older you're like I, you know i'm not gonna go be jumping around and dodging car crashes and stuff i you know i'll just take this now he's nice... just gonna do the capital one credit card commercials <laughs> yes yeah. that too what's in your wallet Podcast is not sponsored by Capital One, but if it was, 
can you get a Samuel Jackson's contact It's just his, not 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 John Travolta's. Sorry, but his yeah. his his, his What's Santa your Claus, podcast? His his Santa Claus in the Capitol One commercials is creepy. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. And that's the picture the, they use for like yeah, the yeah you know and, and just I, a, just I, in case that Disney Marvel money you know some for somehow like dries up <laughs> he's got the capital <laughs> I, I will say this money you know I I haven't watched like regular TV in <sighs> forever and when I do like when I'm home or, or you know when I'm back home at my parents' house and they're watching something and ads come up I'm so thrown because I just. I just don't watch ads anymore. Mm-hmm. But then, so, but when I, you know, when, when one does pop out, pop up and it's Samuel L. Jackson, like, oh, okay, I can listen to you for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Better than some of these other goobers that I'm like, oh gosh, you just shut up. But no, he's, yep. and it was funny when, uh, when, when, uh, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on, was on Hulu and they had, and they did it where, um, cause I had the, I had the, the, uh, ad free account and but you know so agents of shield you had to watch an ad at the beginning and an ad at the end and so many times it was a capital one commercial with samuel l jackson and i'm just like "Hmm." that works i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like well he may not be he may not be in this particular episode but it's nick fury anyway so yeah Yeah, right sure uh Oh my! Uh, so, uh, according to uh, throughout the 1990s, according to A.C. Nielsen, a box office tracking company, determined that Jackson appeared in more films than any other actor who grossed 1.7 billion domestically. Um, wow! By Ow. 2011, the films that feature Jackson as a leading actor supporting co-star have grossed a total of 2.8. One to four point nine one billion at the North at the North American box office. This placed him as the seventh highest grossing lead actor and the second highest grossing actor behind oh, behind only voice actor Frank Welker. <laughs> In two thousand the two thousand nine edition of the Guinness Book of World Records, which uses a different calculation to determine film gross, has stated that Jackson is the world's highest grossing actor with seven. Point four two billion generated across sixty eight films, and that was in two thousand nine. Holy cow! Wow, was that? As so, if so, Hollywood, if you want butts in seats, hire yeah, hire Sam Jackson. Yeah, uh-huh. so, and when when he's not, uh, you know, <laughs> making bank, um, yeah. he and his wife uh, Latanya. Uh, like I said, they've been married since 1980. Um, they do a lot of charity work, which is a, kind of the big focus of that that episode on, on Curiosity Stream. Um, that um, they uh, have been, they've got they've got the you know, different Hollywood friends and whatever that they ha- they've come to them for support, you know, financial support, you know, write checks and that sort of thing. Um, but in 2009, they started their own charity to help support education for, you know, minorities. Um, and so they've been doing that for, uh, uh, quite a while. Um, 
So, um, so that's cool. Um, um, and unlike other Hollywood actors, Jackson says that he will actually watch his own movies. Because there's a lot of actors out there, they don't like to watch oh, that's their work. A, yeah, I hear <laughs> that a yeah. lot. Which I can understand. Because yep. I don't particularly like watching, watching myself. I mean, I'm not an actor. Um, I mean, I, I'll, I can barely you know, listen to my voice again on the podcast and not because I don't like the, <laughs> I don't like, you know, I don't want to listen to the podcast. It's like, oh, my voice, I hate the way it sounds. So I yeah. Same. Uh-huh. Yep. That's uh, understandable. <laughs> As someone who does the editing and therefore has to listen to the entire thing. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I get it. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. But, yeah, you but, know, but you apparently know, he also likes to. to collect the action figures that are related to the characters. <laughs> I, I saw that bit and I'm like, that is so cool. Oh, <laughs> oh. so can't get your hands on that Mace Window action figure. Well, too bad. Odds are that Samuel Jackson has it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, see if Mr. Jackson doesn't have one stuff somewhere that you could. Uh... <laughs> It's like, Talking can we trade? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, and let's see. What's some other interesting say things? Um, apparently, he has a clause in his contracts that allows him to play golf during film shoots that's that's awesome yeah um he's also a big basketball basketball fan um and apparently is a avid performer supporter of the toronto raptors and the harlem globe trotters i think everybody supports the harlem globe trotters because they're fun yeah they're not they're not they're not so much a team as they're performers i guess yeah but mm-hmm. yeah, the the, the Toronto <clears throat> Toronto Raptors thing kind of surprises me just because it's a uh, dare know. to be different. Support the one team that's not in the than the United States. <laughs> I so su- I suppose so. <laughs> it's just like he's not from there, as far as I can tell. But sure, I mean, heck, they the 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 Raptors beat the the Golden State Warriors several a couple of years ago, which means that uh, we didn't we we finally didn't have a didn't have a lebron or golden state team that got the won the finals so yay for parody in the nba so uh-huh. yeah. i i'm uh yeah i'm not i'm not uh criticizing him for liking the raptors i'm just saying <laughs> interesting choice Apparently, it was in a uh, interview in two thousand and nine. But this link is not valid. <laughs> the Windsor Star, apparently, May tenth, two thousand nine. Raptors provide Jackson's action. I'm going through the trivia on IMDb, and this one made me laugh. Has the rare distinction of having played, played characters that have been eaten by both a shark. <laughs> In a dinosaur. 
Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well. Cool. Samuel Jackson. Yep. And then if you you know if you want uh, some entertainment. Not for the kids. Most of his stuff's not for the kids, though. He um, did. Uh, he did the audiobook uh, version of "Go the F to Sleep." So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then did the updated version during the pandemic of "Stay the F at Home." <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that picture book is "Stay so the F firmly. at Home" and shop <laughs> online using your Capital One credit card. <laughs> Yeah, that I was gonna say that picture book is shelved firmly in the grown-up section yeah. <laughs> of the library. Gee, I wonder why. Why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one. I, I I do remember some conversations when it first came out. Like, what do we do with this one? <laughs> Gee, it's like it's a picture book, but I was like just put it in the 800s it's not necessarily fiction but you know 800s that's where like poetry and plays and stuff like that goes so it it, it works it's it it rhymes doesn't it yeah i remember yeah i remember there being some rhyming to it so yeah it's all good yeah Hmm. Yeah. not child appropriate but uh you know i may have to uh you know get myself a copy when I have dogs and use that when they're not cooperating at night nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. No, they don't. They think, why are you saying that to us, mommy? Is that yeah. does that mean treat? Does that yeah, mean pets? Yeah. Yeah. What, what is it? Especially if you say it in a sing songy voice. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're reading to them. It's your tone of voice. Yes. <laughs> it's not until they learn what the what the words mean. Exactly. Because now I have to be careful about what <laughs> I say in front of my children. Yes. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for another one? Yeah, let's 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 oh. go let's go to the next one. Okay. Oh my well this should be <laughs> the fun we're having, the names coming out of the, the thing tonight. Oh it's righty. always it's always fun to see like who, you know, wh- which two we end up with. It's like would ev- mm. would these have ever been paired up in any context ever? <sighs> I don't guys have ever worked together i don't know uh it's another guy uh Uh, english okay birthday of april 17th 1959 graduated from the royal academy of dramatic art um he is uh from Hansworth, which is a suburb of Sheffield, which sorry, I do not know my English geography, so that doesn't mean much to me. Sheffield. They do get aliens in Sheffield, uh, according to Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> uh, he 
he has a younger sister. Uh, his paternal grandfather served in the Royal Navy in the Second World War. Um, his father owned a fabrication company. Uh, if I have much else I can tell you without giving it away. Apparently, as a child, he smashed a glass door, which left a piece of glass embedded in his leg that briefly impeded his walking and has left a large scar. Oh. Apparently, that stopped him from pursuing his ambition of playing football professionally. Is it Matt Smith? No. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, I remember that being a thing where he was uh-huh. that's a little too we've old. already done Matt Smith so that, that's what I thought but I was like I don't know Yeah, uh-huh. we've already done Matt Smith so. is this factor in one of our bigger tentpole fandoms mm. I don't know if you'd call it tent But it is it is it is definitely um a, a decent uh, sized fandom. Okay. Hmm. Um I would say secondary hmm. tent pole. Okay. Hmm. Not not quite Doctor Who Marvel, you know. Okay. But uh still up there. Okay. Um like like the one thing he's known for if i i can't say because we get it right we, away we no yeah yes uh he's done shakespeare of course because he's english, <laughs> well, you're english I was gonna say that's, that, that's not giving anything away <laughs> Wait, yeah. let me think he's, Who he's are... done productions of romeo and juliet it's a night dream it's a night's dream so have we done patrick stewart yeah no but that's not him okay okay all right <laughs> he's older than that it. oh okay yeah, yeah. hmm I feel like it's gonna be like as soon as we find out like oh right <laughs> let's see ian mckellen's done shakespeare too old. Chris- okay still yeah. too old too old uh 1959 mm. so this person's only in the early 60s which again they look kind of good for considering his age i know i've had to like completely rewrite my my concept of how old people are when i see them because i'm like oh, yeah okay. Oh, he graduated I... with O levels in art and English. He worked for a time at a super supermarket, but then eventually went and worked at his father's place. Hmm. Gosh, Why am although I he did study welding. Hmm. <laughs> Let's think. I I I am like I have forgotten every English actor during the yeah 
Um, he became an established actor on British television in the late 80s, early 90s. I've got a possibility. Does his character usually get killed off? Maybe. <laughs> Is it Sean Bean? Yes! <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, good job, Holly. <laughs> I just did a search. Sheffield actors. <laughs> and one of the top ones, Sean Bean. I'm like, yeah. hmm, let me see. Yeah, because I was, I, otherwise I was going to be like, well, this guy dies a lot, but that's immediately <laughs> that giving it away. That would be like, oh, we know who, exactly who it yeah. is. I was like, yeah. eh, Game, I wouldn't call Game of Thrones a tentpole fandom. I would say it's <laughs> B-level Secondary, yeah, secondary made sense. Secondary, yeah. Lord of the Rings. I mean, Lord of the Rings is still big, but we really haven't covered it a whole lot. No, this is true. So, but yes, Sean Bean. Well, I was aka Sean Mark Bean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I, I I was close with uh, with Ian McKellen because I was like thinking, okay, Lord of the Rings, maybe. Right, franchise too old. Yes, <laughs> but yes. again, at sixty-two, I think he looks pretty good. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, wait, he's he's that old? Yes. Okay. I mean, his, his hair. I mean, okay, his hair doesn't look like he dyes it because you, especially you know, blonde, you can kind of tell mm-hmm. when it's been when it's been dyed. But I'm like, oh wow, okay. Yeah. So yeah, seriously. Okay, so, so the man who dies a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. In and fact, it's a in celebration fact, when his the character meme... doesn't die in a movie. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like I saw him. What I'm trying to remember what movie I saw him in. I think it was National Treasure. Like I'm sitting there watching it. Needs the bad guy in that one. Yes. It's Sean Bean. He's got to die. He's gonna die, and he doesn't. Yeah. No, he doesn't get sent to jail. He gets sent to yeah. jail, but. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what was it? The, 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 the what movie was it? Uh, crap. Um, that you had told us about, Chrissy. I can't remember it now, but you're like, no, he doesn't die in this. <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. That's what it right. was. Right. Okay. That was, yeah. no, no. Okay. It wasn't, okay. Yeah. It wasn't National Treasure. It was Jupiter Ascending. Now that, yeah. now that you said, I'm like, yeah, you're like, Sean Bean is in this and he doesn't die. <laughs> right, because, okay, yeah, because in that movie, oh gosh, I, I blocked that movie out of my mind because it's kind of terrible. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because he's like one of the guys from the planet that the, that, the, that the girl is really from or something or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's toast. This guy's toast. And it's like, oh no, he's, he actually lives to the end of the, end of the <laughs> thing. It's like, well, that's notable. Mm-hmm. yeah so uh he did like i said he did uh, a lot of british television in the late 80s early 90s um apparently he did uh a uh <laughs> a uh, bbc production of lady chatlery oh gosh Oh boy! <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I gotta look up something here. No, oh, it's oh, oh, nineteen ninety-three. <laughs> so, um, he and Samuel Jackson were in a movie together. Oh, really? I don't think, I've never seen. Yeah, in Patriot Games. Oh, oh that's okay. right. Because he plays the guy that goes after um, Harrison Ford's character. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah okay no it wasn't this this it wasn't i i thought lady chatterley was the one with um alex kingston but now it's a different one yeah same sort of thing and now i'm like completely blanking on yeah on... this is a uh, jolie richardson was the yes uh, the lead um so uh apparently he he appeared in a sky sports commercial for the upcoming 97 98 premier league season and apparently it's famous i don't know why though it doesn't say <laughs> uh so i guess since he can't play football he just he's, he's done stuff football adjacent uh because he narrated a fifa world cup film <laughs> in 1998 um so um he became uh he ended up playing the character of richard sharp a maverick napoleonic rifle napoleonic wars rifleman in itv television series sharp uh which apparently is based on a series of novels about the peninsular war um, which i i have heard really good things about it um, yes yeah. when i would when i would go like work at the jails library which i anyway like they would like the 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 inmates there they would they would request those novels like a lot there were there was that one and another series and i was like okay what is this and it had like sean bean's face on the cover because it was yes the, tie-in one yeah and i was mm-hmm. like i haven't gotten to watch it but it's one of those it's just like ah i want to see this because it's because you know it just it looks good and like if you watch you know master and commander it's that sort of thing yeah right mm-hmm. but it's a yeah. show yeah there's a whole there's a whole like series uh so they started with sharps rifles mm-hmm. um which is the the first of the television dramas um, as he rises from the ranks uh, as a sergeant promoted to a lieutenant while in Portugal to lieutenant colonel by the time of the Battle of Waterloo. Interesting. Sean Bean was not the first actor hired to play Sharp. He ended up replacing the lead who ended up injuring himself playing football two days into filming. That person <laughs> was Paul McGann. Oh <laughs> my word! <laughs> Which you know, at the time, Paul McGann was like really into, you know, he was like period pieces and that kind of thing. And yeah, that 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 makes sense. But now that I'm yeah. like, I think I think Sean Bean works better for Sharp. Yeah, I should think yeah. it's funny that Sean Bean replaced Paul McGann. <laughs> I know Paul it's McGann like injured that- himself playing football. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just kind of like, okay. What is I, it with these actors that they can't just think they see a soccer ball and they just can't help themselves? Yeah. Well, it, when it's you're, the when wrong you're thing. English, must touch, must yeah, play. When, when you're when you're an English bloke, I guess. Yeah. It's like <laughs> little kids. They see a button, they got to push it. Exactly. Yeah. But but the button probably isn't going to break your leg or whatever the injury. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ringo, it, to quote Ringo in the, the Yellow Submarine cartoon movie, like I can't help it, I'm a born lever puller. <laughs> <laughs> and and they like to go after the fiendish thingies. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, but he would go on to do Sharp's Challenge and Sharp's Peril <laughs> in 2006 and 2008. 
<laughs> now that now that we're talking about it, like okay i need to go watch that i'm uh, it's just too bad our library doesn't have the acorn tv streaming things i think it was on that one yeah before we had to get rid of it anyway yeah. he 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 made the he started to make the role to uh hollywood movies <laughs> actually a little earlier than that and i do not remember him being in this but i wouldn't have known who he was at the time anyway apparently he plays lord richard fenton in the scarlet which is the, the god-awful sequel to gone with the wind with uh with the uh, oh who plays who plays scarlet in that uh joanne whaley kilmer yes yeah and timothy dalton plays red but um <laughs> i'm gonna have, say this i didn't red know that it's a tv miniseries but yeah it's essentially it's, it's a sequel to, to gone with the wind <laughs> so. if you have access to britbox sharp uh, available ah there, there you go. go that's probably the only place it is but yes yeah <laughs> yeah so and fyi for those who would want to watch <laughs> yeah well, there we go. Yeah, but yeah, and yes, he isn't. He is in Patriot Games, um, and apparently Harrison Ford hit him while filming that, giving him a scar. Oh. And he hit him. He hit him with a boat hook. Yes. Ow. Yes. Ouch. Yep. Uh, yeah, that'll leave a mark. Yeah. Quite. So, but I know him best and first from Golden Eye, one of the best James Bond films ever <laughs> yes it is yes and not and not in, in no small part due to sean bean's character in that movie because the character is he's he's a fellow mi agent it's 006 and you know he's 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 a uh, purported purported to have been killed in action or you know missing yeah because that's Bond, what they're supposed to do because they're, yeah. they're kind of like the mission impossible people where they will deny so it's like mm-hmm. you know if you get captured sorry your sol yep. <laughs> yeah, mission must be completed yeah so mm-hmm. and then bond feels bad because you know he could have saved him or they were friends and things and then then 006 shows up again and he's like oh yeah you should have saved me and yeah and now and i'm then, evil now i'm evil mm-hmm. because it's a bond movie yeah. and that's how it goes and alec Back from the dead. No longer just an anonymous star on the memorial wall at MI6. What's the matter, James? No glib remark? No pithy comeback? Why? <laughs> Hilarious question. Particularly from you. Did you ever ask why? Why we toppled all those dictators, undermined all those regimes? Only to come home. Well done, good job, but sorry, old boy. Everything you risk your life and limb for has changed. It was the job we were chosen for. Of course you'd say that. James Bond, a Majesty's loyal terrier, defender of the so-called faith. Oh, please, James, put it away. It's insulting to think I haven't anticipated your every move. Yes. I trusted you, Alec. <laughs> Trust? What a quaint idea. How did the MI6 screening miss that your parents were Leon's Cossacks? Once again, your faith is misplaced. They knew. We're both orphans, James. 
but where your parents had the luxury of dying in a climbing accident. Mine survived the British betrayal and Stalin's execution squads. But my father couldn't let himself or my mother live with the shame of it. MI6 figured I was too young to remember. And in one of life's little ironies, the son went to work for the government whose betrayal was the father to kill himself and his wife. Hence, Janus. Two-faced Roman god come to life. It wasn't God who gave me this face. It was you setting the timers for three minutes instead of six. Am I supposed to feel sorry for you? No. You're supposed to die for me. <laughs> oh, by the way, I did think of asking you to join my little scheme, but somehow I knew 007's loyalty was always to the mission, never to his friend. Closing time, James. Last call. Yes. But yes, it's one of... But he ends up falling to his death. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, bad guy in a Bond flick. Kind Felt of like you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of par for the course. So that one, that one, that 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 movie death is not unexpected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then you know later, uh, let's see, where are we? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, which is where I first knew of him. So he's always going to be Boromir for me. And it's interesting because I, I I had read the books before I saw the movie. I have become a little more well versed in them since then because I was only in high school when the movies came out, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like because in the book, you know, Boromir's betrayal, quote unquote betrayal, kind of comes out of nowhere, but uh-huh. in the movie, you know, they they build it up and build it up that he's gonna yeah. do this yeah that he's and being tempted by the he's ring. being tempted yeah and you know it kind of there's like this conflict between boromir and aragorn because boromir he's like yeah we we defended the city we defended gondor we're like where have you been all these kinds of things and aragorn you know he's supposed to be king and it's just it's just kind of really interesting like the dynamic between the two of them but i love love and you have to do it you have to watch the extended edition for this i love the scene in return of the king pretty sure it's return of the king there, there's a scene where they flash back to the last time faramir saw boromir the the, the, the brothers and you know you're just like oh you are so adorable you yeah two. there's Why flashbacks more? in two towers and return of the king and there's a, a scene in the <sighs> extended edition of the two towers oh two towers that's what it was yes. i was like which because no. I, I, when i said return of the king i'm like no wait yeah. i anyway but it's like yeah, i only watched the extended version so i couldn't tell you what's in the theatrical cuts <laughs> yeah, i think i haven't watched the theatrical cuts since they went to those Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I I remember which one it is, but I'm just like, oh, I love that scene. So yeah, it's like one of my favorites. Also, Faramir is one of my favorites in the books. Dang. He's okay. He's okay in the movies, but yeah, I yeah, but he's uh, yeah. He, I mean, just and it's. I mean, as 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 good as an act, you know, Sean. Yeah. I haven't read the Lord of the Rings books. They <laughs> intimidate me. Um, <laughs> understandable i'm, yeah. I'm not i'm not i would never dig yeah. against anyone for not reading yeah. the books because they it's like, are yeah. a bit of a but, you know it, they're it's a challenge like, yeah it, and this isn't you know this isn't sean bean's problem but the fact that his brother gets done dirty by their dad just because boromir happens to be the favorite child yes so that's not but boromir's or faramir's point speaking though of, Denith, denethor's a dick yeah he is <laughs> yeah <laughs> speaking yeah. of 
Boromir and Sean Bean. Um, years ago, they had a traveling exhibit for the Lord of the Rings with like props and models and all sorts of things. Um, which was very cool. So they had like uh, Gandalf's cart with the uh, seats separated with the the forced perspective. So oh, they yeah. could take your picture and depending which seat you were sitting in, you either look like you know, Gandalf size or Hobbit size, uh, <laughs> which is really cool. Um, and they had like, you know, the, what, you know, if you've watched the behind the scenes stuff on the extended editions, uh, what Richard Taylor from Weta calls bigatures, because uh, they're not miniatures <laughs> by any means, <laughs> bigatures. So they had like the bigature for like, um, uh, like the the tower that um, Sauron or thank yeah or thank and stuff. But anyway, one of the props that they had is the boat, you know, canoe, mm -hmm. whatever that they put Boromir in after he dies, mm -hmm. you know, to send him mm -hmm. off to whatever the equivalent of the afterlife is in yeah. the earth well yeah yeah it, but they couldn't really bury him with orcs running around right yeah mm -hmm. so um they took the little ones he's down frodo where is frodo And you did what I could not. I tried to take the ring from him. The ring is beyond our reach now. Forgive me. I did not see. I have failed you all. No, Boromir. You fought bravely. You have kept your honor. Leave it. It is over. The world of men will fall, and all will come to darkness, and my city to ruin. <laughs> I do not know what strength is in my blood, but I swear to you, I will not let the White City fall. Our people fail. Our people. Our people.
But the canoe, or whatever I call it, paddle boat, I don't know. I'm just going to call it a really fancy canoe. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, yeah, I think that's what it's, the, the elves called it, you know, their, yeah. their canoes. Any, yeah, anyway. but obviously they're not going to send Sean Bean in it to just down the river. The, the, yeah, down the river. Uh, so they made a wax figure. <laughs> and this wax figure is in the canoe in the, the museum display. It is creepy. <laughs> realistic it is. I, yes. Well, it's it's, it's supposed to be a funeral pyre, basically. Or, yeah, I know. Pyre. Yeah, I know. But it's just like how well they did, you know, replicated John Bean. And just, you know, just, you walk up to the, the display case and there's this, you know, big fancy canoe and there's this you know, essentially dead Sean Bean in you know a glass case. Academy <laughs> Award winning Weta Workshop. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. I know. I just remember seeing that and I'm like this is just like is like it was just creepy. It's like, <laughs> so, oh wow, they really did kill him this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like. <laughs> that and also if you watch all the behind the scenes stuff and you see how Sean Bean really hates helicopters. Oh yes. yeah, he, would he refuse. Would climb those mountains. So he would literally take a ski lift and then climb several miles in full costume with shield and sword and everything. And the then snowy he, <laughs> and then he has to, you know, do the scenes and act after doing that. I'm just like, dude, just take the freaking helicopter. Seriously, you know, like talk to a physician or something, get yourself a Valium or something that will still let you act once you get there. Right? Not that I blame him because I refuse to get in helicopters because they terrify me too. So I can't say I blame him, but it is kind of funny, especially considering they have footage of him yes. from the helicopter climbing up the mountain, dresses Boromir with sunglasses on. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I hope they like. It's like they should have filmed that as I don't know what they could have used it for, but it would have been it would have been great to have in the movie. It is, yeah, yeah, it is on the special features. Yeah, um, on the extended and DVD. yeah, and then you it's, know talking about how like you know they'll film like you know Boromir's big death scene, you know, with him with Vigo, mm -hmm. and they'd film like you know his coverage, and then like like break for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like yeah. yeah yeah i'm in the middle of like doing this amazing scene of dying like eh, you know and then i go off to lunch i'm like eat my sandwich and then like okay time to go and do shoot vico's coverage okay yeah digesting my sandwich while you know still got to die again so it's like eh. uh -huh. i'm dying <laughs> yes oh <laughs> uh, movie making is such an odd thing isn't it mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yes sometimes you just I like I, I wonder the people who are in it like they, they must just sometimes just sit back and be like what in the world am I even doing yeah <laughs> it is yeah but so, no uh, but yeah so and then, yeah and then uh of course he played Ned Stark in Game of Thrones where <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> he gets his head cut off <laughs> Yes. Partway through the first season, and everyone went, What? Uh -huh. You hired someone of the caliber of Sean Bean, and then you cut his head off. 
well, uh, if you read the book, yeah. Well, yeah, you read the book, but even in the book, you're just like, why did you like? You didn't need to do that. But, well, but yeah, you know, because 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 the dummy went and talked to and told Cersei what he knew. It's like, no, you don't tell. You don't tell the witch. Yes, but you know, uh-huh. you just go public yeah. with it. That only works uh-huh. if you're the bad guy. You I only know. get to do the yes. monologue and tell them everything you know when you're the bad guy. Yes. <laughs> I know, then I, I, they could justify getting your head cut off. Yeah. Like I, I, I read the first book and I'm like, dang, this is crazy. And then it just, you know, got boring and I quit. <laughs> yeah. And in subsequent books. But the first book is really good if really what the F. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but no, oh. Sean Bean is like he that that part is like perfect for him, and it was cool seeing him. Like I, I did, I did watch a, like a few scenes and a few episodes of of the show, and I'm like, dang, you're just this is this is such a good character. Why does he have to die? I like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh well. And then also, I will mention um, he was in uh, Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief, which. As an adaptation, oh, yeah. that movie is not great, but he, right, plays, yeah. he plays Zeus and he's kind of awesome and I like him as Zeus. I'm like, here, just make a let's make a movie about Sean Bean playing Zeus. Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Just forget all this, you know, demigod half blood camp kid stuff. Let's just, you know, you play Zeus. <laughs> and do Zeus things. I know Zeus was kind of a, you know, a man whore and all that, but eh, it'd be interesting. <laughs> Someone do a movie of that. Yeah. He also appeared in The Martian. He didn't die in that one either. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's another one that I was like, you're in this? I thought you were supposed to die. And yeah. you're, not the, you're not the one mm-hmm. stuck on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like branching out and doing other things. Yeah. <laughs> like, how about we take Cassie where you're not, where you don't die in the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the show he's in, I kind of want to see. It sounds interesting. Called the Frankenstein Chronicles. Hmm. Yeah, I think I remember seeing advertisements for that. Oh, it's on Netflix, uh, apparently. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Apparently, most people consider him down to earth. Um and um a man of few words. <laughs> he has described himself as quiet. Um and with one interview calling him surprisingly shy. Uh he admits he can be a workaholic, he reads books or listens to music in his spare time, and is a skilled pianist. He's oh. also a keen gardener, welder, and sketcher. Um he's also he was also uh um, in a 2018 poll for Yorkshire Day, uh, he was voted uh, ranked the second greatest Yorkshireman behind Michael Palin of Monty Python. Well, there you go. <laughs> and yes, he, he he does he does have a, quite the distinctive northern accent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Yorkshire accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in 2019, um, in a 
interview, he said that after being killed 23 times on screen, <laughs> of course, and it becoming a you know, essentially a meme, <laughs> um, that apparently now he will no longer take roles where he dies. Probably for the best. I mean, because apparently people were calling him a walking spoiler. Yeah, I was I was going to say like, like, yeah, when I saw Jupiter ascending, it's like, oh, this guy's dead because <laughs> yeah. he's because it's Sean Bean. It's like, OK, it takes all the it takes all the uh, suspense out of it. Yeah. And I and I, you know, I even have, I've had occasion there's, to think about that. I'm like, I'm sure he's... A, 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 a pic, there's an image on here that somebody made cataloging all of his deaths and how he died. Oh, my I know, gosh. I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was like all the times he was shot. And then all the other interesting ones. So Game of Thrones beheaded. You know, Golden Eye. Crushed by a burning antenna. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, he gets he gets arrowed a gazillion times. Yep, shot with arrows. And yep. still fights. Yeah. Until he until Aragorn comes and kills Lurtz. Yep. I mean, every time I see that scene, I'm just like, dude, you're still going. It's like if this isn't a redemption, then I don't know what is. Because <laughs> he's protecting the protecting mary and pippin i'm just like oh mm -hmm. yeah you that's, poor man that's funny though so oh apparently he was considered for the role of hank pym in eight in it in, in, in ant-man well really? he wouldn't have died <laughs> this is true that would that would have been interesting i mean uh michael douglas does just fine i mean I, he's he's good as hank pym but I'm, now i'm like ooh. I would have been interested. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of want to see that now. Mm -hmm. Sean Bean for the MCU somewhere. I don't know where. There's a what if episode they'll, for you. They'll find. They'll find a way to stick him in there eventually. So it's only a matter of time. It seems right? like everybody is making their uh, making efforts to get there. Yeah, some more uh, interesting than others, but we'll get to that next week when we talk Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> uh, oh, and of course and you know of course he's got the uh the fellowship tattoo yes <clears throat> like all the rest of them do i love that that just makes Same. me happy when i think about it anytime i think about lord Ma Lens, well i I'm should like say almost all of the fellowship has apparently john reese davies doesn't but his oh. stunt double got it instead. Yes. Well, John Reese Davies is an interesting ca case there because a lot of his stuff you know, had to do with the they had to kind of like green screen him in because dwarves and John Reese Davies is like seven yeah. feet tall or something. Maybe not that yeah. tall, but he's a but tall the, man. But math wise, yes, he when they like they didn't have to like do anything with his proportions. Like proportionally, right. he still works. Yeah, compared to everybody the, else. Yeah, against yeah. the hobbits and, and yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's yeah. Watch those. Watch get that extended edition, folks. Uh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, and if you haven't watched it in a in a while, you know, make some time, clear out your schedule, take some vacation from work, and sit down and watch it. 
Yes. I was gonna say, I watched it over the summer. I'm like, I'm interested to watch the movies again. <laughs> yeah, it's about time. I or it's usually something I do in the winter time. Is uh, watch the uh, my lovely, lovely Lord of the Rings extended edition box set. <laughs> but yeah, Sean Bean, the man who used to die a lot, but apparently now has uh, decided that that will no longer happen. <laughs> which, which is nice. If he can help it, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Which is nice because it's like... I guess if I a mean, role I mean, is really, really good enough, yeah, he might acquiesce. Yeah, because like I said, like he's a good actor. He's he's fun to watch. He was also a walking spoiler, and the, and it was more of a shock that he didn't die. Yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know at this point in shows and movies and stuff, it's like you know the whole oh this character died is like it's been done so many times. It's like yeah, so, um, but you know it. But you know, then you put Sean Bean in something and don't kill him off. That's that's the twist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I I can't uh, I can't speak for uh, well, I guess I guess the Goldeneye video game <laughs> and the Lord of the Rings video games. You know, those are going to go how they go. But I I can't say how uh, how he does. Uh, uh, in some of the other video games where he's done voices for like Elder Scrolls 4 so right yes he does that too so uh, so yay Sean Bean apparently according to IMDb his favorite death is Barmio's because you couldn't ask for a more heroic Heroic death. I was gonna say because it was heroic. <laughs> yes, yes, especially after you know he almost attacked Frodo trying to get the ring, and and then Frodo ran off. But then he's you know he's then the next minute he's you know defending Merry and Pippin, which I love because mm-hmm. there's a scene earlier where they're like where 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 Boromir is teaching the hobbits how to fight, yes. and then it kind of devolves into like a you know they're they're play fighting and a wrestling match and just having fun and it's like oh he's it's like you know they just have this because in the book you kind of get the 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 feeling that I mean the way Tolkien um characterized a fellowship as you know these are all friends and comrades in arms and things like and they, it takes a while to get there but you know by the by the end mm-hmm. of it they're like you know it it is a true it's a true fellowship in every sense of the world it's a brotherhood and then the movies like you know had to show that to an audience and just you like it's like there, there's that and i don't know if they like wrote it in there originally in the script or if it's something they kind of you know threw in um while they were filming it but just that they you know they had Boromir basically you know playing with the hobbits and and you know being friends instead of just okay you know we're gonna learn how to fight you're gonna be soldiers and then you know he dies trying to save them from the orcs and it's just like oh these movies are just so awesome the more I think about them (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh one day we may have to do a several podcasts about Lord of the Rings. I mean, Fellowship of the Ring did come out 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. This month or next month? I can't remember. It's next month because Harry Potter came out 
in yes, November of of okay. 01 and and Lord of the Rings was a month later. That's right. So yes, it's it's been 20 years. Who all feel who who feels old, guys? Uh, no. I graduated high school 20 years ago. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I, Funnily I enough, both of those fandoms wasn't really into yet. Uh. <laughs> I, I, my mom, my mom called me in sick to school so I could go sit in line for tickets for Harry Potter because I asked <laughs> her to, and I didn't have anyone go with me. I just went, and I was reading. You have an awesome I, mom. Yes, I, I begged her and begged her, and I just went and and bought tickets because I wanted to make sure I got them. I probably didn't need to do that, but there were a lot of people waiting too. And uh, the, the the local newspaper actually took my picture as on the front page. I was sitting there reading the third book. And it's actually one of my favorite pictures of myself. Because <laughs> nice. I'm looking down. I need to find that again. <laughs> I got, I was given those tickets, um, like a pre-order thing. Because my family did like gift exchange Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that was what I got was um, a ticket to go see Harry Potter when it came out. I remember that now. Yeah. So, if we need topics next month, <laughs> I don't know if we will. I don't think we do. <laughs> maybe okay. early next year when we're in the uh, post-holiday uh, slump. Okay, maybe maybe then. Anyway, we'll see. Well, anyway, there's Sean Bean. We love him. He's in some really awesome movies and plays some awesome characters. Now I need to go watch the, the Sharp series because... Me too. <sighs> Years ago, I was like, I want to see this, and I just never got around to it. I didn't hear about it till tonight, but that does sound like something really cool. And I'm gonna have yeah. To- I mean, it's it's not like you know fantasy or anything, but it's you know historical fiction, and you know Napoleonic Wars is kind of an interesting time period to to it is. yeah to learn about and sort of things. It's it's sort of like you know the World War Two of the 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 19th century i guess if you want to you know kind of kind of you know put it in context of you know when you know what 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 that time period kind of meant for the history of that particular part of the world and as then for the world as a whole it had a pretty big impact on humanity so in the entire time you're watching it you'd be like this could have been paul mcgann yes that too <laughs> well if you want paul mcgann in a period piece go watch our mutual friend yeah which probably the miniseries probably makes more sense than the book don't tell jared (laughs) i said that (laughs) well then who knows maybe if paul mcgann had you know hadn't injured himself maybe then something i don't know maybe it would have tied up his time for other things i don't know yeah maybe he wouldn't have been maybe he wouldn't have been in, in the doctor who movie who knows well, we don't we we don't have we don't have a, a you know the sacred timeline and the the we don't have owen wilson trying to fix the yeah the divide the divergence yeah. in the in the in in time so we don't need dr strange coming and fix it and fixing yeah. quote unquote <laughs> time time everybody is where they should be yeah, yeah. we'll see that in a month <laughs> Well, yes. <laughs> they released a new poster for Spider-Man No Way Home, and it looks like the that the release date for next month will be sticking. Hopefully, <laughs> at okay this point, then. So. 
So this is the timeline we're in. Yep. Sean Bean dies <laughs> 23 times. Well, I, 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 for one, look forward to seeing his, his new chapter of his career as a non, you know, walking uh, spoiler. Yeah, non walking spoiler. So I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, I also want to go watch Goldeneye again. Yeah. Anyway. Great Bond movie, great video game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alrighty. Anything else anyone wants to say? I think we're good for our names out of a hat. I think we're good. Those are two good ones. Yes, they yes. are. Uh, well, anyway, if any of our listeners have anything they want to talk to, uh, they, you know, anything they'd like to mention about either Samuel L. Jackson or Sean Bean or both, that's totally cool too. Send us some feedback. Uh, our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, which is thefiveishfangirls.com, to find all of our show notes, all of our links, all of our social media stuff, and all the ways to support the podcast. Uh, we have a merch store, uh, our Amazon store. The holidays are coming up. If you're trying to get some shopping done early, visit our website, then go to Amazon, and that'll help support us. And again, we thank you for listening. We thank you for your support, your comments, your feedback all the ways you interact with us we are very appreciative of all of that because it's fun to to get that sort of that feedback like hey people mm-hmm. like us you really oh, it's nice like to us. open inbox and be like you have new mail and it's not like spam <laughs> yes so everyone uh, take care and uh keep doing what you're doing stay safe out there mm-hmm for those of you in the uh, parts of the country where it's going to start getting cold and icy and mm. all the things that I hate about living in the Midwest, <laughs> take care. Yes, bundle up and like the little the little sign at my work that, you know, has been up since, you know, all, like year round about, you know, being safe out in the, in the snow. Waddle like a penguin when you're out on the, on the ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. All right. So with that PSA, uh, yes. <laughs> I always it it always just cracks me up. It's July and I'm seeing this. I'm just like, really. <laughs> anyway. Yep. So with that, we shall sign off for this week. This is Brittany and Troy saying goodnight. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. Holly? Holly? She's muted. Oh. Oops, sorry. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I wasn't muted. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Yeah. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. And it's nighttime, so I'm gonna follow Samuel Jackson's, you know, orders and go the f to sleep.
listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening, and may the squee be with you.